What's up, everybody? Ryan here with the power of helping people. Episode 22 today is pretty special. I got a nice, awesome guest here. We've actually um, we met several weeks ago. Probably it's probably been about two and a half, three months now. But you know what? It's actually been become a very good friendship. And I want to introduce my next guest. But first and foremost, I want to tell you a little bit about the power of helping people. The power of helping people's mission is to help one person every single day. So if we can make an impact, just one impact today, that's all we're here for. So today's guest, actually, first and foremost, you know, I got some new swag over the weekend at the Inner Circle Retreat, and it's Gold Star Products, uh, Mr. Jeff Nelson out of California, which I figured I'd plug in because the hat's pretty sweet. I like it. You know, it's a nice flat brim, but um, I want to at least say thank you to him because I know he follows me on, on the podcast and you know, I just really appreciate his support. So first and foremost, I want to bring out my buddy, uh, Jeremy Coaches, which uh, Jeremy Coaches is the CEO of JK Coaching, which is a, basically a strength and mind conditioning coach. And you know what's great about this is, is he's actually got a really awesome wife, Marcy, with two little boys. So we're, we're going to bring him up here real quick and we'll uh, we'll introduce him while he's up here. What's going on, Jeremy? What's up? Ryan, my man. How's it going, man? Good, man. It's a it's a great day here. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, what's funny is, is I, I was down here in the studio down in my basement and I'm hearing like footsteps and I'm like, oh, shoot, I forgot my son has a half day today. So <laughs> if you guys hear any background music of him screaming and, and, you know, he's probably playing Xbox or probably playing his new, uh, what is that, that new uh, 3D thing he, he just got for Christmas. So oh, the VR, the VR deal. The, the VR deal, you know, and I think that's where a lot of things are going right now. There's a there's a lot of games and a lot of virtual reality stuff. But uh, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to touch base with you and, and you know, welcome to the show. I'm really uh, excited to have you here. And uh, we're going to go into depth of uh, some conversation. But at first and foremost, I want you to tell us a little bit about your your two little kids there. Tell us a little bit about uh, their ages and, and what, what you're, uh, what, the, what they're doing these days. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, you know, first off, thank you for, for having me super pumped to be here. Um, grateful for, you know, for our talks and our conversations over the last, you know, few months as we've, like you said, kind of started building a friendship, man. It's, it's been awesome. So it's a pleasure to be on with you. Um, so yeah, we got two boys, our oldest, he is going to be four in a week and a half. And then our little guy is about 20 months. And so, you know, it's for those who have kids or, or you know, even if, if they're in this age range or if they used to be, I mean, it it's most days are a shit show. Like just to, <laughs> just to say it, say it raw. Um, but no, it's, it's so much fun. Like our, our older guy, he's, he's, becoming he's getting into that role of big brother like where he's really trying to kind of take little brother under his wing and and protect him and teach him things at the same time though it's kind of funny to see it's almost like a little payback because you know our older our older dude you know it was he was infamous as most kids are of, of asking why you know so you tell him to do something he's like well why well why 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 and just doesn't stop well now little brother is doing that to him and so to hear him get so frustrated with them, like, because I said so, and it's just hilarious to see them interact. Um, but yeah, and those are, that's, that's really good ages too. I mean, it's just one of those things that like, I, I cherish those, those, those little moments as a little kid, because, you know, it's, I have a one and a half year old and she, now she's saying mine, mine, mine. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, look out, mm -hmm. here we go. 
So, oh, yeah. but I wanted to, I wanted to really go uh, into like your coaching kind of thing, your mindset thing. What, uh, you, you, you're a mindset coach, but let's talk a little bit about mindset. Let's dive into that. What, uh, yeah. what's your views and your perspective on mindset? Well, I mean, I think mindset is, it's a vast topic, you know, um, it's, there's a lot that kind of can be unraveled there, but the way I look at it is, you know, I help, you know, cause ultimately I help people, you know, transform their, their mind in order to transform their body and their health and their energy and, and these things. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I've just noticed over the years of, of coaching people. I mean, I've been in this industry now for about 11 and a half, 12 years, and you, you don't see a long-term body transformation without a mindset transformation. It just, it doesn't happen. And that's why, you know, fad diets and these, you know, quick fix programs, like they only work in the short term because people go after them simply for the, the physical, you know, transformation. And if there's no mental mindset transformation ahead of that, it doesn't generally doesn't last very long. Um, and so, yeah, mindset is, there's so much involved with it, but a lot of it just has to do with your perspective on how you look at things, the lens in which you're viewing the world and, you know, the meanings that you're giving to the different circumstances in your life, because, you know, life is, is very unpredictable. It's very sporadic. Things come and go. And some days are just generally good. Some are not so good. And, and depending on how you're viewing that is going to have a very large impact on your experience of, of life, so to speak. Now, so you, so you're you're really just looking at foundation. Like, if you don't have a good foundation, you don't have a good mindset, a good start point. You're really you're you're really starting from quicksand, really, because what you're going to do is you're going to jump to the next, to the next, to the next, because you're not focused. You're not your mindset's not right, and you, basically, you're not right with yourself. So you're you're but what you're saying is 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 if your mind, if you can get your mind on a, on a straight and narrow path, and you can focus, you can do anything, right? hundred percent. I mean, the, the mind is, it's, it's the, it's the, I mean, the perfect example is you, you look at two individuals who are, who are in a very similar circumstance in life and they're, they both have, they're both going through that circumstance completely differently. Like it's just, it, the only difference is how they're thinking about it and, and what lens they're looking through. And so this, what we think about is really the only true thing that we have massive control over, you know? And so that's the, the hard part most people have is they're trying to control circumstances, which is a futile battle to, to fight. Um, so really, yeah, to your point of when, when you, when you focus on the mind and you, and you work on controlling that, it allows you to have endless amounts of, of power. So what are, what are some good tips um, that you would suggest that could help kind of mindset or focus on mindset to get you to the next level? Yeah. So, um, you know, there's, I don't know, there's, there's a lot of things that, that people can do. I think the one thing is, is looking when you're going through your days and you find yourself in a, in a negative state, whether it's you're angry, you're frustrated, you're, you're sad, um, whatever, it's a negative emotion or, or state. If you can start viewing that 
as a signal, as a as an indication. Are we still there, Ryan? Yeah, we're still here. I just to uh, hang that thought for a second. I'm just trying to get my camera up again. Okay. It, it literally just died on me for some reason. That's why we. It's good at an editing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes this happens for some reason. There we go. All right, we're good. Go. Do you want me to kind of start over from that? Like, yeah, where you that'll, that'll work. Yep, that'll work. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So, like, things that people can do. I mean, uh, you know, again, there's there's a there's a lot of things that uh, that can be helpful. I think, you know, people often talk about you know knowing your knowing your why. Like, you have to kind of know your know your why, and and I think that's really important because if if you are going to strive to make any type of changes with with how you're going through your day to day life, there there kind of has to be that proverbial like like carrot being dangled out in front of you that's leading you somewhere. So you have to understand like, what's the purpose? What's the point of, of doing anything that you're doing? But to take that even a step farther is, and we can get into some of the tactical things if we need to, but like, but, but taking that and then transitioning it into actionable steps of like, well, what, what do I have to do on a daily, weekly, monthly basis? That's going to move me closer, you know, to that why, because having a why is great. But if there's no actionable things you can do from there, it's it you just kind of feel like you're in no man's land, just just treading. And so the other component is, you know, again, life happens. It's like we we all go through shitty days, m weeks, months, years, even, and like a lot of it is circumstantial, which we can't control the circumstances. And so if you notice things coming up in your life that trigger you, that make you feel in negatively it could be frustrated you could be angry you could be sad you could be pissed whatever instead of viewing that as a negative thing like oh i wish this didn't happen to me or if if only that didn't happen i wouldn't feel this way start viewing those things as as like as as like signals of telling you where you have some constraints going on because the, the example i like to give ryan is like if you and I are side by side in, in each in our in our cars driving down the highway, okay, and we get stopped in a traffic jam out of nowhere, and let's just hypothetically say that, you know, I get pissed off and I'm punching the steering wheel, I'm all upset because I'm in this traffic jam and I look over at you and you're like head bobbing, jamming to music or doing something like we're both in the same circumstance, but we're being triggered in different ways. And so if that's me getting upset, I could ask myself, why is this so upsetting to me? Like, what about this situation is so maddening to me that I can't just be okay with it? And the more you dig into those things, the, the more you're going to uncover, like, you could almost say, like, mental freedom, because it's, it's almost like those are constraints that you're dealing with in your, in your head. Because if, if it was a truth that traffic jams caused anger then everyone in the traffic jam would be angry. But if that's not the case, it's a signal to you that you have some room to grow there. And I view that as an opportunity rather than uh, an obstacle. You know, that's 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 exactly what I wanted you to say, because here's the thing is, is, is you, you, you gave that scenario of side by side. Now, let's take it a step further. Now, what if you were to smile at that person and to change their mood and to change their mindset? So that's like this, almost like this podcast is like the power of helping people. All you want to do is help one person. 
But if we were to push in positivity into somebody negative, it's almost like their views start to change. Or you'd be so positive that negative people don't want to hang out with you. And that's a very good quote by Ed Milet. But I wanted to touch base because you talked about the why. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about what your why is. Yeah, my, I mean, I think, man, I mean, there's, there's multiple kind of facets to that, um, you know, because what I find for, for all of us is we generally have three to four significant roles that we play in our lives, right? Like for me, I'm, I'm you know, I'm myself. And then I'm a husband, I'm a father, you know, and I'm a coach. And like, those are kind of like the significant roles that I play in my life day to day. Now I have other roles that I play too, but they're not quite as, as profound. But within that, like I kind of view like, like those are all relationships, right? Like I have my, I'm a husband, I'm a relationship, I have a relationship with my wife. I have a relationship with my kids. I have a relationship with my clients and I really view, and I have a relationship with myself. I view my, you know, the relationship with my wife is, as being the, the most significant of those because, you know, for various reasons, but to, to us, you know, and I, I, I shared a story with you previously and I'll share that now of like better understanding where that comes from is, you know, when we were, when we were about to get married, we had to go through, you know, a, a marriage class that a lot of people go through prior to, to, to tie in the knot. And so, you know, it was like a four or five hour class on a Saturday. Of course, we didn't want to go, but whatever, <laughs> like we'll do it. And we went through a lot of stuff in that class. And honestly, I couldn't tell you a whole lot from it, but there was one, one thing that the gentleman who was teaching it, who he did a really good job and he shared with us something that has stuck with my wife and I to this day. And we've been married now for going on seven years. And what he shared was the most important thing is to keep the most important thing the most important thing. And that most important thing being each other. So for my wife, you know, I'm her most important thing and, and vice versa. She's my most important thing. And I think, especially as time has gone on and, you know, she advanced her career and we had our first kid and then I had a business transition and we had a second kid. And then, you know, all the, the COVID hits and like all this disruption comes in, we had to keep reminding ourselves like, we got to keep the most important thing, the most important thing. And, you know, so that's, that's a big why for me is, 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 is her, but even that expands into, you know, our children and our friendships and our family, because if her and I aren't good, nothing's going to be good. Like I'm not going to be a powerful coach if her and I aren't, aren't good. So to me, it's like that most important thing is, is kind of my daily, it's like the mantra, right? Dude, that is, that is such gold, dude. And, and I'm so glad you repeated that story because, you know, I think our guests will, will really resonate with that because, you know, we get so busy in life and, you know, we think we're doing things all for our kids. We think we're doing stuff for our career so we can get better for our kids so they can have better than we had. But really, the, the most important thing is just that, like you said, it. the most important thing is keeping the most important thing. And that is your wife. Because if yeah. you don't have your wife, you don't have that foundation. And so I want to go right into the foundation question is, is like, you know, how, how do you feel about foundation and, and like, you know, cause you, cause you're creating a really good foundation right now. You're creating, you know, a very successful business with coaching. You're impacting people on a day-to-day -day basis. Not only are you doing that, you're going the father role. You're really trying to be that good foundation for your kids and your wife. So let's go down that road because I think, I think this is like a, a very, uh, 
um, very lax subject because what, what people don't realize is, is they, they feel like their foundation is them, you know, really just making as much money so they can have their kids have things that they don't have. But really the foundation is, is, is growing something so your kids are impacted for later on in life. So let's talk a little bit about foundation. What's your perspective on foundation? Yeah, I mean, foundation in general or when it comes to like fatherhood? I would say both. I mean, fatherhood and yeah. and, and, and and stational, even business-wise foundation. Yeah, I well, I think from a general concept of foundation, like I like to, you know, I like to view it as, it, you could almost view, you could view it as a house, like the, every house has a foundation or, or a pyramid, even like the foundation there. But if you view like a structure like that, you know, I guess like a house is more probably, you know, relatable to people. It's like, if, if you don't have a solid foundation under your home, like, will it, will it stand up? Yeah. And when it's first built, will it look really, really nice? Yeah. But eventually it's going to come crumbling down at some point. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think in, in the world that I live in with coaching people in, in with their health, their body, their fitness, you know, what's attractive is the quick fix, right? The, the quick, let me lose 30 pounds in 30 days. Let me get bikini ready, like bathing suit ready, whatever. That's attractive. It, I mean, and, and of course, like we, you know, everyone says we live in this, you know, society now where it's instant gratification. We want things now, but I, I don't know. I feel like we've all, humans always want things now. It's like, no one wants to wait longer than they have to. The problem though is, is that when you don't build a solid foundation, and this could be with, with your health, and your body, it could be with a relationship, it could be with your business, it could be as you know, as a parent, without a solid foundation, things may look good for a while. But eventually, it, it comes crumbling down. And yeah, I mean, again, I could give examples of that in, in all these areas for me personally, but I think at its core, and the and, and, you know, foundational work, it's it's boring. Like I'm reading, uh, have you ever read the book, uh, atomic habits? No, but I, I, I just saw that on social media and I was going to buy it, uh, because somebody else read it and said it was a great book. Yeah. It's an awesome book. And I'm, I'm reading actually, I'm reading it for the second time right now. And I just read, I think it was this morning or yesterday where he kind of talks about how, um, Man, I'm gonna forget exactly what he said, but basically, it, it, the the premise was the the biggest obstruction to long term success is boredom, because what it takes to have long term success again with with your body and health or with your business or with a relationship is just doing the foundational stuff over and over and over and over, and again, it, it can get boring, but I think that's what creates longevity for any of these areas is the willingness to just show up and just do the to do the basic boring stuff day in and day out and then allow that foundation to give you the opportunity to go do the fun exciting stuff it's like jocko willink always says discipline equals freedom it's like having the discipline to do these basic foundational things over and over gives you the freedom to then go and do the fun shit when you want to if that makes sense you know, what's cool is we took a walk a couple of weeks ago because uh, I'm doing 75 hard and, and and my mind is just like been really up and down lately with the 75 hard because it's been so cold. It's like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I have to tell myself it's warm outside just to go outside because it's just <laughs> it's it is so cold. 
So here I am on this journey and it's been a little over four years now and it just can be inconsistent. I mean, it's not like something that I've lost a hundred pounds right away. I've lost 50 pounds right away. It's just been consistent. And like mm -hmm. the last, I would say the last four weeks now I'm on day, I'm on day 26 today, but it's, it's one of those things that, you know, I'm starting to lose weight. I'm like down 15 pounds in 21 days, you know, 26 days. So it's like, mm -hmm. that's a ton of weight. But it's it's mm -hmm. it's getting that that mindset right and that foundation to keep going and and it's four years is a long journey. Now tell yeah. me a little bit about you know something that you've done that's impacted you personally, you know something that you've you've had a challenge with it something you know because a lot of people like to hear you know challenging stories. I mean I battled uh, you know my weight I battled alcoholism I battled a lot of things I I battled you know not having you know that father figure in my life you know for a long mm -hmm. time so you know tell us a little bit because we're back we're still on foundation but tell us a challenging story that you had or let's even that we can jump into your your foundation and where you grew up and your parents because you had you had two parents that were around so we can dive into that too but first I really want to have a, an impactful story that you've had yeah I mean you know I don't know if this is me just looking at life, you know, half, half or glass half full type of a view, but, but as I reflect back on, on my life thus far, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't really reflect on any like massive traumatic experiences. I feel like I've had an extremely blessed life, you know, in a lot of different ways. And you know, of course, I've had ups and downs. I've had challenges, you know, mentally with relationships, with business, with, you know, things of that nature. And, you know, but something that I think is, can be relatable, especially with regards to like, just my day to day life is, you know, having kids, you know, prior to kids, I, you know, I, um, I, it's, it's funny, because, you know, throughout these phases of adulthood, it's like, you I reflect back and I'm always like, man, in these moments, I felt extremely busy. And it's like, as any parent out there knows that like you thought life was busy prior to having kids and then you had a kid <laughs> and you're like, holy shit. And then you have another kid and you're like, yeah, that was nothing. And then if, if she, I mean, we're at two. So for someone like you who has four kids, it's like, I can't even imagine. But like prior to having kids, it's like, you know, I, I did what I wanted. I had, you know, I, 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 at the time I owned a co-owned a gym. So like when it came to my fitness and my health, like I was in a gym all day long, I could work out whenever I wanted. I could spend two hours a day, you know, working out if I wanted to, you know, eating properly was not a hassle. I, my sleep schedule was on my own terms. Like it was relatively simple. And then having a kid and then having a second kid and like, you know, my goals didn't really change in the sense of I want to stay fit, I want to stay healthy, I want to be energized, I want to look good, I want to feel good. But I wasn't going to be able to do it the same way I was doing it before. So like, I, I had to alter how I got went through that. And, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, like my biggest struggle right now is, is mentally with how demanding having two small children is and the dependency in which they are still and having a wife who, you know, she's a full-time professional. So she works full-time. I have a business that I'm full-time in. So it's like, it's not like, you know, we're, we're trading spaces a lot. We're single parenting a lot to make it work. And that's like the biggest struggle I have in, in having to like going back to my advice I gave earlier about finding these triggers and, and learning where they're coming from is like, that's something that I'm doing on a daily basis is like when, when I get pissed at the kids 
and I'm like all flustered, I have to stop and ask myself, like, why is this so angering, annoying, frustrating, and have to learn from it and grow from it? And, you know, I'm, I'm a work in progress. So that's, that's definitely an area where I'm striving to become, you know, become better. I, I wanted to bring up that because I knew you were going to bring that story out of like you and the kids and everything like that, because it's so, it's so real, you know I mean? It's a, you know, everybody always says, you know, to me, like you take your kids where you take your kids where I would never do that. You know, it's, it's almost like that, that mindset trigger is, is, is you just got to sometimes just do things to try to make yourself happy and get out of this funk because you could yeah. really just sit there and just dwell on, you know, I have two kids. I want, I couldn't work out today, you know, and, and, and you know how working out is with, especially with me and you is like, if we don't get to work out, we don't get those endorphins. We don't get that, yeah. that feel good every day. So when, when you have to stop what you're doing and say, you know what, I have to go pick up the kids from school. I have to do this, this, and this. It's it's transitioning your whole schedule. And so it's almost like when we're younger, we're selfish because we're all about ourselves. And then now we have to be selfless. So we have to literally like help our kids, you know, grow up into a great, you know, foundation, a great mindset, meaning you have to be happy around your kids because your kids mirror you. And that's sure. just really that's really like the the heart of it is is you have to adapt and how you adapt affects your kids. You know, so if you're pissed, like you said, that story and it brings it full circle, that story of that guy in the car, if you're the mm -hmm. if you're the dad that comes home and says, I hate my job, I hate this, I hate that, those kids are gonna mirror that. And then now their mindsets are gonna change. And when they get older, they're gonna start, you know, saying this and saying that. And it's gonna really transfer a, a downward spiral for them. So that's it's so so crucial. So crucial 100%. to have that right mindset. And, and, and I want to, I want, I want your uh, advice because I mean, you, you grew up with two awesome parents and I've heard this story. Why don't you dissect and tell us a little bit about your parents? Because, you know, a lot of kids nowadays don't have those parents that, that really raise them and love them and do that because we're in a society that 50% of people get divorced nowadays, which is mm -hmm. unheard of. That's like crazy numbers to me. Mm -hmm. So like relationships are hard. Relationships are work. So tell us how the successful story of your parents really transitioned to where you're at today. Yeah. I mean, like I, like I said earlier, like I, I, I do feel amazingly blessed with, with my life, you know, to this point. And it's, it's, it's amazing. And yeah, I, I had two, I still, I mean, both my parents are still, you know, still with me today and, and, they were amazing. And, and, you know, like they, they did divorce. My parents divorced when I was like 12, I think I was in seventh grade when, when they, uh, when they divorced, but that didn't stop them from, you know, uh, from being present and, and parenting the same way. And, you know, I learned significant lessons from both of them. You know, my mom was kind of that quintessential motherly nurturing woman who just, you know, if you needed a hug, she was right there and she would console you and, um, and my dad was kind of the quintessential father figure where he was a disciplinarian and it was, you know, there's a right way and wrong way, be honest, you know, don't lie, don't cheat, don't steal. And, you know, um, he taught me a lot of great lessons as well. And I think, you know, they both inspired me to be, you know, a, a great father, which is, is one is something that's very important to me. Um, but what I've kind of learned a mindset shift that I've had over the last few years in some of the work that I've done for my, with myself is understanding that, you know, 
as kids, you know, we're, we're given a lot of our, our, like you said, like, like our actions spill into our children and it, it, it transforms their mindset. So that's why we do have to take ownership and be responsible for how we act around our kids. And, but something that I learned in my, like within the last few years was that my way of thinking was very much conditioned based on how my dad and my mom were. And I had to understand that I have the power to take those lessons, those conditions, and choose to hold on to some of them and choose to get rid of others. Whereas prior to me having kind of that awakening moment of that, I just felt like this is this is just who I am. This is how I am. This is how the world works. But I but I've I've grown to understand that, you know. I've learned some amazing things from my dad, but there's also some things that my dad taught me that I don't really want to repeat with my boys and same with my mom. And like, I now am starting to better understand that I, I have the power to, to do that. I can, I can, I can hold on to certain belief systems and certain ways of doing things and I can let go of others and I can make them my own rather than just abiding to, this is the rule. This is how it's gotta be. Um, and so, yeah, so that's, that's kind of in a nutshell, like how I reflect back on, on my, you know, childhood and, and where that's gotten me today. Because again, being, being an amazing and a present father is like, you know, aside from, you know, the most important thing that is, that is by far like my, my biggest mission. You said, you, you said something really, really key in that. When you said that, you said, let it go. You said, let the things that weren't good, let it go. Because people tend to try to mimic their parents and they try to do everything that they do, but kids are different. You can't, you can't, teach kids and you can't operate and do the same things your parents did because time, things change. You know, my mom comes in and she'll be like, your kids are on their, their, their iPads too much. Well, iPads really get them focused, get them doing different things, get them, you know, learning different things. And, and, and I, and I really encourage learning. And so like iPads, if you have an iPad and, and my son, like for instance, my son, it's a great example. My son loves sports. Okay. He lives, breathes, sleeps sports. So he watches mm-hmm. YouTube videos about basketball, football, and he watches them and he dissects them. He looks at plays. He does this. He is transitioning his mind for the next level. So I have no problems with that. No problems with it at all. Because when he goes out and plays, he's still doing the sports. He's still pushing on. So that's really what I wanted to bring out of that is because you, you literally said, let go of the things that didn't work as a kid when you were. So it's almost just mm-hmm. just literally just saying, you know what, I'm not going to do the things that my parents did because of this, this, and this, is, and, and transition it to help it be a positive thing, which I love that you just said that. So I wanted to, I really wanted to talk about that, but I really want to go back a little bit. And, you know, it's been, we've been, you know, with your business, it's been COVID, you know, you had to transition, you know, your different ways of coaching, you know, you can't meet really people in person. So you're doing a lot of online stuff. Let's talk about community. Okay, because you and I, you know, we met, you know, three months, two or three months ago, I reached out to you. And, you know, I liked what you're doing, you know, to just to be honest with you, the last three months that I've been watching you, you've grown so much. And it's it's so awesome to watch is because you're not staying stagnant. You're literally growing and you're asking yourself those tough questions. You're like, how do I get better? How do I do this? How do I do that? So what has that done for you since we've hit COVID? And you've had to transition your different things to more of a community base and getting that community foundation. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, community in general is, 
it's it's crucial. I mean, you know, you look at any type of data on you know the human species of you know we're we're a tribal species, like we thrive in in community environments, and I think you know being that's I think that's why it's so important to you know, to be involved in maybe, you know, not just one community, but but multiple communities, whether that's like the actual physical community you live within, in addition to, it could be, you know, now with like in the COVID era, you know, online communities. And that's why, like, I started, you know, a Facebook group that, that shared, I share a lot of the things that I'm doing within that group for people who want to expand their ability, you know, to, to live, you know, better, feel better, be healthier. Um, you know, church is a great community outlet, you know, friendships. And I think, you know, that's something that, you know, another, another, you talk about mindset and and some of the shifts and another shift that I think I've made more in the last few years is just around expanding my circle and my network with the mentality that I have so much to learn from each and every person I come in contact with. And, you know, I think in the past, I was maybe a little uh, stubborn, you know, to the fact that like not in, I never really was the person who like, I think I know everything, but it was almost like, you know, I'm, I'm good. Like I got what I need, like, I, you know, but, but I've adapted and, and become more of like, no, no, no. Like I got like, Ryan can teach me so much and, you know, this person and that person and how can I keep expanding and learning from others and I think that that's, that's just a powerful way to grow because, and, and to contribute, right? So it's not just about taking, like, like talking to someone like you, I think we share that mindset where you know that you have things you can learn from me and I know I have things I can learn from you. So it's, it's, a, it's a conducive relationship in that way. And I think that's how communities need to be. Right. So if you're out there and you feel like you need more community in your life, try to find something that you cannot just take from and learn and grow, but you can also contribute to because then it's a, it's not only just a win-win, but it just, it's reciprocal, right? I, I truly agree with that. When you get into a group, you have to pour into the group. It's, it's, it, there's no way about it. If you go into a group and you're going to take, 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 you're never going to get the most out of that group because what happens is when you start giving and, and when I go into a room and I'm talking to people, I want to find out what they're about. What, what I can do to help them, how I can help them. You know, if they, if they went through the same struggles I had, maybe I can learn from them on a struggle that they had that I come, you know, into tuition a year or two later, you know, so mm-hmm. you always got to be listening. You know, I always say this, you know, you're seen and heard. You, you always have to have that mentality is when you're listening to somebody, just listen. You know, and, and, and I was bad at that, too. Like you said, I mean, you know, years and years ago, I was like, you know what, I just I, I think it was more of a, you know, I'm trying to build and, and I don't want anybody in my way. But the, the, the thing is, the wiser you get, the older you get, you're like, you know what, that's not the right way to do things. You got to mm-hmm. slow down to speed up and really just dissect and really just learn from others, because when you learn from others. You know, you, you never know because they've made those mistakes maybe before. Maybe they maybe they have a different perspective because you're you're in the business and then they're outside. So you can take that advice and like really just kind of tweak it the way you want it. But I, I really I, I love how you stated that because community is so important. So tell mm-hmm. us tell us a little bit about, you know, with your online stuff and your groups. I mean, with with that being said, 
you know, nowadays people like accountability. Let's talk about yeah. accountability because you have a group that like ha- can put stuff on their, you know, the group and they can help held each other accountable. They can do this kind of stuff. They can do that. Tell us a little bit about your Facebook group and how that's helped people. And then what I want to do after that is I want to tell a successful story that you've had. And yeah. that way we can, you know, really just dissect something that you've done to impact through the group. So let's talk about that real quick. Yeah. So, you know, I have, um, you know, I have, I kind of have like two groups. I have my, my, my free, you know, foundational group that anyone, you know, on Facebook is, is welcome to, to join as long as you're someone who, you know, you want to look better, you want to feel better, you want to be healthier, you want to be more energized. If that's something that's attractive to you, um, I think the group will be well, well suited for you. And my main mission with the group is really, I mean, it's to bring people together. It's to, it's to increase, you know, that community feel to increase levels of accountability and sharing and, and all the stuff that comes with that. But for me as, you know, as the professional in the space, it's, it's, you know, it's like my mission to, I, I just think there's so much misguided information in the world of, of diet and exercise and health and, and fitness. And I think that there's, you know, a lot of these companies, you know, their businesses, I praise them for being businesses and for making money and doing what they got to do. And, and that's great. But there's just a lot of education that is being given out in the form of marketing. And unfortunately, marketing's the purpose of it is to increase revenue. And so with that said, like, you know, I think a lot of people are, are confused with what it really means to live a lifestyle that's going to produce a healthy body, a body that looks good, that feels good, that's energized, that has longevity. And so within the group, like I'm trying to just share information and knowledge through my experience of what's really going to help people gain a sustainable way of getting what they actually want. Um, and then for, for my clients, you know, for the people that I actually work with, you know, I have a, I, I have a private group for those folks where, you know, we're going a little bit deeper, we're doing Q and A's, we have, you know, it's, that's, that's, again, that's just a, a perk of being in the, in the program, but, but yeah, that, that free group, it's called forever fit. Um, it's on Facebook and, and yeah, that's kind of the mission behind it. And it's a great opportunity again for, you know, we're sharing tips and tricks and strategies and different resources. And I'm, I'm pretty much every week or two, I'm putting out a new kind of like PDF guide of, of sorts that will help people give them some tangible, actionable things they can be implementing. I pretty much do a live training almost every single week in there. Um, so stuff like that. You know, that's, that's really great because, you know, you, you really just, you're, you're offering something free that they, they go on, they can go on, taste it, look at it, do it. And if they really like it, they can jump into your paid program, which is pretty cool. And it's, you know, it, you, you do things different than most health coaches and, and most, uh, you know, mindset coaches, you're actually trying to transition the mind. And then in, when you transition the mind, you don't, sometimes you don't even have to work out with a healthier mind, just doing the things repetitious the weight starts to come off. So I, I heard this story and that's why I wanted to just say that because the, the story yeah. is so well, why don't you uh, jump into the story? You know, because, because I think it's really an awesome story because not only is it, uh, you know, a, a successful story, but it's, it's something that this woman did as a single mother. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that story? I think it's, it's, it's probably one of the most coolest stories I've heard lately because it is a single mother. You know, and, and yeah. with single mothers, we all know it's busy, busy, busy. So go into that, go into that nice, awesome story and then share, share it with our guests. Yeah, for sure. And, and, 
it's it's one of my favorite stories as of the last you know probably year of of working with the people that i that i have and you know i think because here's here's the deal most people men and women i think women probably a touch more when when I, when we get into and i ask him like hey like what's what's holding you back like why do you feel you're kind of stuck where you are and and nine times out of ten one of if not the one reason is i don't have time right i don't have time to work out i don't have time to you know eat right i don't got time to do this like i don't barely have time to freaking wash my hair so how can i possibly make time for you know my health and my fitness and and to any one of you if there's women listening to this and you're thinking that i am not like this is all coming from a place of love cuz trust me i get it especially like i have a wife i get the reality of what it means to be busy and and truthfully feel stuck and and i like you say i see you and i hear you because that's a real feeling but this story kind of showcases how with the power of some mindset shifts you can overcome that obstacle and and take more ownership and have more power than just feeling like you're being constrained by your by your circumstances and so this woman you know yeah she's in her 40s single mom she got two teenage kids um she's a full-time uh she's a teacher she also has a side business that she runs so like she's she's busy times 5 you know like it, there there's there's very little downtime in her life and and yeah you know we work together um for you know the first like 4 months or so uh you know I'll I'll share some of her results and then I'll go into maybe some of the the minor details of how she got there but you know first 4 months she i think she dropped about 22 to 24 pounds um increased her energy levels, obviously with that weight loss, like her, her, her clothes were fitting when she was fitting into clothes that she hasn't worn in years. Um, she just had more confidence and vibrancy with herself. She just felt better going through life. And, and even past that point, um, you know, we've continued to stay in touch and work together at, at a certain level. And she's now down about 32 pounds. Um, and so she's been maintaining her, 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 her position now for, for several months. Um, and and this was all done one from shifting mindset and she t she went from a place of i'm too busy i don't have time i don't like to work out i this 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 and this to i got to change i'm not happy with my trajectory this like i have to take ownership of this i have to i have to do this and i have to figure out a way to do it which is what led us to working together and we continue to transform that mindset and like for her I mean, she, she, her workouts are 20, 30 minutes max a day, and they're mostly walking. You know, we made shifts to her nutrition without going on a diet. She's not tracking her calories. You know, she's following principles. She's making shifts. You know, she was willing to adjust when needed. Um, but basically, she's just nourishing her body in a much better way than she was before. Um, she takes time, you know, certain times during the week to prepare herself for the week when it comes to her meals. Um, when it comes to to planning things out. So she's taken more ownership over her calendar, knowing how busy it is, that when she doesn't plan ahead, it's a rat race, you know? It's like, that's how it is. And so, you know, yeah, to see someone like her go through, make these changes, get the results, feel amazing, and do it in a way where she didn't feel like she was taking on this monumental task every day. We chipped away at it one thing at a time, but she kept doing it. Like we talked about that foundation. She built a foundation 
And I even asked her, she went through a really crazy time from like September to November. And I said, what allowed you to get through that time and, and keep your results and maintain? And she's like, honestly, it was all the work I put in up front to build this foundation for myself that allowed me to get through this. And no, I didn't become super fit. I didn't like get any better results, but I maintained and I felt good about it because I put in that work up front to do it. And it's, yeah, so it's, it's stories like that, that, you know, inspire me every day to, to get up and do what I do and to keep pouring into people and, and helping them because, you know, where there's that drive and the ability to shift and be open to new ways of doing things, the, the possibilities are, are really endless, you know? Dude, I love that. And, and you know what, um, it's just, it's just, it just goes to show like, you know, these fad diets, these, these, these multifaceted quick, quick fixes, you know, these drinks, the, uh, you know, the ketones, the, the, all this stuff, it can help, but you really, it's not going to work unless you put that mindset and you go consistent, you do this, you do that, because here's the thing is you got to have that good foundation. And I really liked right. what you said. So, but you know what, I just, I just want to say, you know, it's, it's been a really, really great uh, time the last three months getting to know you. And I, you know, I just really appreciate you coming on this show, but I'm going to post exactly where they can find you, uh, where they can follow you, all the links. And then uh, I want everybody to go out there and just, uh, you really just sign up for a free, you know, group if they, if they really want to do better. And then if they feel that they want to do extra better, give you a call because here's the thing is, is if you, if you, if they can fix their mindset and be consistent and you can help them out with that and they start to change, that's what we want in life. We want to just make those little changes. So is there anything else you want to tell our guests out there? Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I appreciate that, Ryan. Yeah. And, and of course, if anyone's out there and, and you guys are uh, resonating with anything that, that we're talking about, um, would love to have you in the, in the free group. Um, I got plenty of free resources for you to check out and, and, um, to hopefully inspire you to, to take action as well as some other success stories. And I think, you know, what I'll kind of end with from, uh, you know, just, I don't know if it's a piece of advice or, or a mantra, but I actually have it, you know, behind me here on the, on the wall. Oops. It's over, over here, consistency over perfection. And I think when you're trying to make changes in your, in your day-to-day -day life, whether it's with your nutrition or your exercise or your relationships or your mindset, whatever, you know, focus on consistent day to day, you know, showing up and, and doing something and, and stop worrying about being perfect and, and having that all in or all out mentality, because that it's a, it's a recipe for disaster. And if you can just, you know, promise yourself that you, you may fall off for a day, but you'll never fall off for two days, because if you can do that, you, you'll always come out winning. It's it's when you fall off and you stay falling off for a long time. That's that's where the roller coaster ride hits. So consistency over perfection is is something that I try to to live by and instill in in the people that I get a chance to work with. Well, I appreciate you, and you know it's uh, it's it's a it was great having you, and I'm sure people got a ton out of this. So I just wanted to thank you again, and, and you know, and I will uh, we'll be talking soon, I'm sure. So. Thanks, brother. All right, Appreciate buddy. you, man. All right, man. All right, we'll talk soon, buddy. Far from done. The best is yet to come. To achieve, you must believe.